Good morning. I'm Bennett Blake with Sports on KSOM. Lots of volleyball to recap from the weekend. Exira EHK, Nottaway Valley, and ACGC were all among the area teams at the ACGC tournament on Saturday. Exira EHK suffered a loss to Madrid, two sets to one. They fell to Nottaway Valley, two zip. The Spartans did pick up a win over ACGC, two sets to one. For ACGC, their wins came over Colfax Mingo, two zip, and Nottaway Valley. Valley, two sets to none. Chargers also down Glidden Ralston in three. Nottaway Valley had victories over Exira EHK 2-0 and Perry also two sets to none. Wolverines also with losses to ACGC and Glidden Ralston at that ACGC volleyball tournament on Saturday. AHSTW was at the OABCIG tournament suffering losses to Coon Rapids Bayard, Kingsley Pearson, OABCIG and Lawton Bronson. Four of the five matches went to the full three sets. Atlantic was at the Bondurant Farrar tournament, suffering losses to Dallas Center Grimes, also Knoxville, and Bondurant Farrar topped the Trojans as well. Tri Center actually hosted the West Harrison tournament, and the Trojans won it, going undefeated on the day. Ottoman competed at the Carroll tournament on Saturday. The Wheelers picked up a win over Arweva, two sets to none. Ottoman lost a three set matchup with Storm Lake. Also, it was the Wheelers in action against Newell Fonda and dropping that one two sets to none. You can see the volleyball scores, the results from Saturday's tournament action on our sports page at westerniowatoday.com. The Ottoman football team will match up with Cam this Friday night. The Cougars coming off a win over Exira EHK last week. A little bit of star power gone from last year when the Wheelers and the Cougars met twice when both were ranked in the top 10, including a state semifinal. But nonetheless, a big game this Friday night. Here's Audubon coach Sean Burks. It's their district. It's their state till someone takes it. You know, and, and we've we've got the utmost respect for them and Coach Bauer. Um, you know, they've got a lot of athletes back. We watch the FM film, obviously. They're no shortage of athletes. They're always well coached. They're always going to be physical. Now they're a little more multiple than they were last year. Last year they ran about three formations and, and four concepts and just out-athleted you and out-physicaled you. Um, just from the little bit I've seen, you know, they're they're a little more balanced. They're throwing it a little bit more. They've got a matchup nightmare with the Fulman kid at tight end. Uh, they they, they brought back more than I think some people realized, especially in the trenches. You know, they had they brought back some dudes up there. Uh, so we, we got our hands full. We know that. But, you know, we like our 28 guys, um, and we've said that all along. Uh, regardless of the record, you know, the district record is what matters, and I'm sure they're saying the same thing at their place. Uh, it's a big district matchup, just like tonight was. We control our destiny as of right now, and so do they. Uh, and after the game next Friday night, one of us won't be able to say that. So we've got to make sure we do what we've got to do. To, to come out on top. We're going to have to be physical. We're going to have to fly around. It's going to be a four-quarter battle. Hopefully we can hang in there and compete. Audubon swung the momentum of their season in a big way last Friday night. They responded from a 44-0 loss the previous week against Fremont Mills to beat Exira EHK big. You know, we didn't even watch the Fremont film Monday. Uh, we, we, we sent everybody that wasn't Aaron, Evan, or a senior to our JV game at Fort Dodge St. Ed's and just decided I think the best thing for them was to get back after it. And varsity-wise, the, the eight of them, ten of them, whatever it was, you know, we, it was just me and them. Uh, and the ten of us went and watched the Xyra film, and we really broke down some of their tendencies, what they're going to do, kind of want to just turn the page. You know, it wasn't one of those of we're going to dwell on it. You know, we're, we're done with our non-district. It is what it is. We're, we're 1-0. We need to do what we need to do to be 2-0. And, and so I thought that was good. You know, and 
this week I started to hear a little more leadership. You know, Gavin Larson's starting to get, get a little more vocal, and he's really watching a lot of film, so he's starting to see things. And that's what you got to have out of that middle linebacker, especially a multi-year starter. So just impressed the way Gavin has started to step up as a leader. Cooper's playing through an injury, and you wouldn't know it if you watched him play. You know, he's, he's been tough as nails. He's kind of a, a lead by example. So for those two seniors to start, uh, as it was where it needs to be, and then some of those kids are starting to follow suit. You know, we're starting to really understand the game. Midway through the season, the Wheelers really starting to hit their stride. Yeah, I think we are. I think obviously it starts up front. Colton's starting to settle into that center job. We knew what we had with Gavin and Cooper, so that, that O line's got to be a rock for us. Edwards settling at tight end. He didn't start the year for us. Now he's got a couple games. So really, our front four, you know, is what, is what we kind of look at it as. Uh, those guys are starting to gel. They're playing a lot more snaps together. You know, Aaron as a sophomore quarterback, you know, came in. A freshman, really, you know, his all his all he's played was JV for the most part. Just the game was really fast for him, and now you're starting to see him. You know, Edwards' first touchdown that wasn't the primary read, but he trusted it. He didn't get happy feet, made the throw downfield. Uh, you're starting to see his vision. You know, the first touchdown run, one of the first touchdown runs. You know, Gavin Larson was pulling. Aaron, I thought, did a really good job setting up the block and putting his foot in the ground and exploding. Where early in the year he kind of danced a little bit as he kind of waited to see it. It's the game slowing down for him. The old line starting to block better. Our skill guys are starting to block better. We're really coming together as a team. And you know, we talked about it. I mean, this was our biggest reload yet, um, and, and we knew it was going to be a tough non-district schedule. Put it on me. I signed up for that last year because we wanted those those tests last year, and we knew the teams that signed up for it. You know, Southeast Warren, for example, we knew they were signing up for this year's purpose, and we, you know, we we knew that it was part of our you know discussion with Coach Rollins and stuff. And every year we want to play FM. There's there's no secret about it. We think we're good tests for each other most years, and you know, I utmost respect for those programs. And we knew if we wanted to get where we needed to get to the end of the year, we needed to be pushed and tested early. And signed up for Winfield Mount Union. Uh, Coach McCarty's a guy I've known for a few years, good guy. They run a nice program. We wanted a week zero test because we wanted to get thrown to the wolves early. So we're starting to see those benefits now that we're we're coming, we're gelling, um, at, hopefully at the right time. Hopefully we continue to grow because we've got a – the schedule doesn't get any easier. You know, we go Cam, Coon, West Harrison, Woodbine to finish. Uh, there's just – we've got a grueling schedule, and it's week by week. And fortunately for us, we're 2-0 and where it counts. More sports on our website at westerniowatoday.com, including our college sports weekly recap. Some of the highlights there. Kate Crawford of ACGC ran 15th for UNI at the Redbird Invite, hosted by Indiana State. Ben Kingry of ACGC made a tackle in Northwestern's 48-3 win over Jamestown. Cooper McDermott of Atlanta cut an 18-yard pass for Dakota State as they defeated or they lost to Waldorf 42-17. to Matt Beisinger of Audubon made some plays for Buena Vista in their 14-3 loss to Coe on Saturday in college football. More details at westerniowatoday.com.